Hello everybody, it's Armist Inquisition time. Episode, it is indeed, hi. <laughs> episode 91 on Sunday the 21st of July. Wow, from, from really the car- there, really. <laughs> Coming to you live decade. from the caravan of what love. Is it? Five months, six months, I can't even, can't even count. Oh, this is this is really hard. And, uh, <laughs> we're, we're testing out a, uh, a new method. With the old ah, oh, is that still on with uh, with Skype? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's very unnerving. You just don't know what's going to happen, do you? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm on vacay yeah. this week, currently. So uh, this is an experiment, isn't it, Amish Ben? It is. It is, and I, it'll ask me. Uh, I mean, I could be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Welcome and bienvenue. Konnichiwa. Um, hi. <laughs> oh, man. I've got some. Uh, I've got some Aldi news. Oh yeah. You know the new uh, big Aldi that's opening near me. In the uh, yes, in the yes. in the autumn. When's what's the opening date? Well, it was it was shit. It was penciled in for autumn, but it has now been brought forward to the first of August. Ooh. So I can't are wait. they uh, are they going to have a um, a minor celebrity cutting the cutting the ribbon? They could have the Amish Inquisition cut the ribbon. Could they can't afford us? <laughs> <laughs> the Aldi. Yeah, are we going to get on in our sleeping bags and, and queue up waiting for it to open? Definitely that middle aisle stuff. Oh. First week's going to be special, right? The middle aisle. You would think so. Do you think there'll be extra goodies for uh, an opening week? I think there'll be a Karcher attachment uh, that doesn't fit any modern power washer, but it'll fit and it like the version one. The OG With an arbitrary you. fitting. Yeah, the OG power washer. I um we we're in this caravan, right, and we got in and um we're quite close to the bins. The big caravan parks have bin areas where they have the big biffer bins you know like bin stations yeah and we're about 30 yards from one of these so we've had fucking flies like mad um, uh, so anyway we went to Aldi Scarborough yesterday oh yeah uh, was it yesterday no this morning this morning and I was perusing the middle aisle and my Aldi find of the week is a zero in bug zapper. Ah, handy. Kills nuisance Your flying current predicament. Kills nuisance flying insects on contact. <laughs> Do you just whack him with it? <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> it's battery powered. C type batteries. Do you know which ones are the C type batteries? Dildo batteries. 
They're the massive the big ones. ones, right? Yeah, you used to get for remote control cars in the 1980s. <laughs> and I've never used them for anything else, but this bug zapper takes two C-type batteries. Did you I'll tell you what? I would definitely use those batteries. Uh, the Tyco radio-controlled hovercraft that was popular oh, in, in our youth. Do you remember that? Is it a Typhoon 2? I remember the Tyco um, toys. I never had the hovercraft. Did you have one? No, I never had the hovercraft. No, no, I wanted one. I had the um, I had like a dirt buggy one. I think it was a, was it a ricochet maybe. Right, yeah, it used to bounce off um, surfaces and flip. No, over. no, no, it was before that. It was like a, it was just standard. It looked like a like a uh, a June buggy type thing. Did you? It was red. Did you used to make your own jumps out of Transformers annuals? <laughs> just whatever I could find. Yeah, there was there was that going on, and also the uh, what was the you know the you could get like um, the plastic trunking that was tracks for cars and you get little attachments and you put them all together and you could run matchbox matchbox cars down right and they'd have a loop the loop and all kinds of stuff yeah and we'd we'd build giant track from like near the roof of the the bedroom and then going out (laughs) of the bedroom down the stairs and loop the loop and all over the place it was uh good times for the title for matchbox Uh, no 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 for matchbox cars yeah right They've just put out a, uh, or it's it's been out a while actually. A Hot Wheels GoPro attachment. It looks like a like the chassis of a car, but you can put a GoPro on top of it, and then uh, obviously film your exploits. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right. Okay. You would so, think uh, about I'm kind of kind of hoping I could. <laughs> I want to get back into it. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> don't know if you can in in your mid thirties. You would think the weight of the camera would. Um have a bit of a be an issue you must have thought of that they'll they'll be like balancing and and technical drawings <laughs> i don't know <laughs> counterweights i've got a fly on my head oh it's gone there's three use the zapper it's in the it's in the lounge i'm in the bedroom <laughs> with the door shut i've shut myself in with three flies and they're tormenting me see how many survive <sighs> feel like you're um we went to the pool this um this afternoon oh yeah flies in the caravan park <laughs> no no, yeah. no flies <laughs> there's an indoor and an outdoor pool so we went to the indoor pool yeah fucking i think they've just run a pipe from the north sea <laughs> it was fucking baltic Salty and greasy. <laughs> See how Johnny as well floating around. Uh, uh, oh my god, they had to shut the pool because someone was sick. Oh no! <laughs> they get we, a little scoop. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got out at pool before the before the fucking Belisha beacon went off, <laughs> and we were coming out of the changing rooms, and then we heard the the uh, whistles going. You know, the lifeguard oh, whistles. So I was looking Yellow in, alert. And the pool's empty and there's one guy at, at the side with a net just scooping up vom. Gross. Yeah, what a job. Ugh. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, freezing. Freezing pool. Not like last year. It was a nice warm pool, but this one's cold as fuck. But, you you know. should have invited him onto the podcast. We need, we need more pool scoopers. <laughs> Tell the story. God. <laughs> We went to uh, 
We went. We there's a like a a grill, like a pub grub type place here, big place. Oh yeah. So we had tea there last night, and they've got Doom Bar on tap. Very nice. Which is amazing. But um, I got a pint of Doom Bar and a pint of Coors Light. How much? Uh, Holiday Park. So. Uh. Oh, uh, £6.50. £8.10. Oh, what? Yeah. Even on holiday, you've just paid a fortune? Yeah. Pretty shocking. They should be subsidised, the, uh, the campsite bar. Doom Bar, named after the famous Doom Bar Sandbank, situated on Cornwall's rugged north coast. Is it called the Doom Bar because it led sailors to their the demise? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. The 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 sand, it's the full sand of sirens. <laughs> Aroma: spicy, resinous hop, sweet, roasted malts. Taste: balance, succulent dried fruit, and lightly roasted malt. Finish: Moorish. <laughs> it is Moorish. Moorish. It is Moorish. It's one of them you can drink all day, isn't it? Do yeah, it's a session ale. It's nice. But uh, you can't so, uh, drink them all day at four pounds. <laughs> yeah, hit flask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we. Um, what did I have? I had um, a Worthing. I've just had a couple of Worthingtons cream flow. Uh, you know, it was all right. It was cold. But, John you know. Smith's extra smooth. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. I don't really drink beer anymore, so I, I, it's a bit of a novelty now having a pint. Quite enjoyed even a Worthingtons. <laughs> so, what have you, you been up to this week? I've been fighting with a wall. I'm trying to put a uh, a trellis up across the back wall of the garden, and it's a fucking nightmare. It's driving me nuts. What's that got to do with a wall? It's on top of the wall, so there's a trellis, a tre- like a horizontal trellis. I'm putting up on top of a wall, about twenty foot long. Right. Uh, I'm replacing one that was already there. How was the old trellis at, fixed? Uh, they'd put big fence posts down to the ground that were rotted, so I got rid of them. Right. And then, uh, and I thought, well, I don't. Surely, I don't need fence posts all the way to the ground. So I just put these little. Well, they're, not gonna, little they're not going to levitate, are they? Well, no. I, I put brackets, so these, they had brackets as well. So these fence posts were bracketed to the wall. Well, it's awful. I, I tried to do some like hidden brackets, mm. which kind of worked, but because it's it, it's offset at the top, there's like a, a capstone on top of it, you know, like a fancy top of a brick wall job. There's like a, an offset, so I, I'd have to either cut an L into the post, or I've I've created some kind of uh, back plate made out of wood for the for the post. This is extremely boring, but. Uh, <laughs> Do you know, yeah. Do you know like, I used to put them up. Do you know the pyramids? The pyramids are like five thousand years old. <laughs> I know. And you're struggling to put a twenty foot trellis across a wall. No, it's it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. So I've decided what I have to do mm. is put like a read about sacred geometry. Yeah, definitely. It needs to be not twenty foot long. It needs to be four hundred thirty-two thousand miles long. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all work. <laughs> 33 squared. 
Yeah, I need yeah. to put a baton all the way across the wall, just underneath the capstone, to make it flush. A baton and a baton, <laughs> a bacon, sausage, and egg baton. <laughs> yeah, you mean yeah, a baton? You mean a column in a bat? <laughs> you, you mean a baton? A bat? Do I? Yeah, a wooden baton. 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 B a w t e n. Baton is what you have on your, your dinner on. Oh, okay. I thought that was a plate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, no, that's bin lid. I need a long piece of wood to go along, all along the wall. Right, you're going to make it flush it with the, the capstone, right. and then I can put the uh, put the brackets on is and it, the posts. It's the cap. The <laughs> it's the cap. It's the capstone made made out of highly polished granite. <laughs> no, and no. now I'm wondering if capstone is the correct terminology. It's just the top of a wall. <laughs> you know, it's just where I'd put the baton. Baton. <laughs> you know, they reckon. Um, you know, the Great Pyramid. Um, Which one's the Great One? Um, Khufu's, Khufu's pyramid, or, Khufu. or Cheops. Depending with these uh, it was uh, it, it had casing stones made out of highly polished limestone, so it was like yeah, a, it was smooth, really smooth, wasn't it? yeah. And on the top was a capping stone, which could have been either highly polished granite or possibly gold. Whoa! So it would have some sort of visual, you know, like a twinkling thing. The Bit granite like, had twinkling. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Bit like your garden wall. Yeah, did they have batons, though? I, I imagine they used batons <laughs> at, dinner, <laughs> at dinner time, maybe. <laughs> the slaves yeah. that weren't really slaves. <laughs> no, they were paid. <clears throat> speaking, of, um, speaking of megaliths, I'm a stone's throw away from the largest standing monolith in the country. Is it a, a menia? Um, well, I don't know what the definition of a men here is, really. I thought it was just like French fist at Big Stone or something. It could be, but I mean, I, when I, when you say menia, I think of something that is bowed in the middle and then goes to a point, something rough cut. Right. Uh, whereas this has sort of straight edges. I would say. Right. It's yeah. not, it's not I, round. I saw the photos. Yeah, Amenia is round, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just Googling it now. There's, some of them are not. So Amenia, standing stone, orthostat, right. or lith, is a large man-made upright stone, typically dating from the European Middle Bronze Age. Right. They can be found solely as monoliths or part of a group of similar stones, which I imagine will be called a polylith. Well, I, get, so. I guess megalith is just a stone over a certain size then. Bigger. Yeah, mega. Rather than mon mono would be singular. Mega would mean great or great in size, wouldn't it? Megalith. Like a, a millilith is like a pedal, pebble then. That's right. Pebble. Yeah, there are there are. I think they're called microliths. I think. 
microliths because they find them in um, in grave goods of um ancient um pre uh neolithic burial sites and such they call them i'm sure they call them microliths so right. so they'll find like pottery tools and like square squared off microliths so that they're, they're small stones that have been worked i'm sure they call them microliths I'm reading a book at the minute called The Megalith Builders. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's an old book. It was written in 77, I think. Um, and he's going on about um, a lot of the stuff in this country and in Ireland particularly. But it, it, he's right. talking about the grave goods, and I'm sure he, he uses the term mic microlith. But, yeah, mega mm. means great, big, doesn't it? I would have thought. Yeah, I wonder... I wonder what the purpose is then. Of? Is it one of these, of, of, you know, carving a big stone? I guess it's one of these things that no one knows, right? Well, it was used in construction, wasn't it? What so, about? Hmm? Uh, no, sorry, go on. Yeah. So it was like... So, uh, so all these Bronze the Age, ones. like um, um, Avebury or Stonehenge. Um, yeah. There's, there's thousands, well, maybe not thousands, but certainly oh, there could be thousands of stone circles in this country or in the British Isles. They're fucking everywhere. Oh, there is, yeah. They're absolutely everywhere. Uh, Castle Rig is one of the best in the country, you know. Yeah, yeah, we still do. Stone circle, yeah. Um, they don't all have recumbent stones. So a recumbent stone is the stone that lies sort of horizontally on its side like an altar almost in the middle. Um, but I think right. Castle Rig is a re recumbent stone circle. But they're absolutely everywhere. And there's things like long barrows, uh, giant earthworks, all sorts of wild shit. And uh, there's probably stuff on your doorstep that you didn't even know about and it's in the middle of a farmer's field or something. I bet there's a lot knocking around like Pendle Hill and... And around there, that's around our Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I th there, there are certain areas where they're more prevalent. Um, so the more prevalent in the south of England. Um, but they're everywhere. I mean, this book it was it was showing um, examples in the Orkneys of megalithic um, structures, not stone circles in this in this case. It was um, like a little village that was made of. Um, megalithic architecture and it was a big oh, right. it was it was near the coast and a big storm came in and washed all the silt and sand and shit away and exposed this site that had been buried and that's when it was excavated excavated for the first time in like the 1860s or the 1880s or something right um there's one in uh Bleasdale. oh is it what's yeah. that that's Probably the nearest one. It's, it's, they're a, all kind of square and flat. Is that a stone circle or a complex? Yeah, of... bron yeah Bronze Age. Right. So there's that. There's there's a few. Like you say. Uh, yeah, there's lots of, of Bronze Age stuff and earlier. Late Neolithic and early Bronze Age stuff in this country. Definitely. The thing is... The Twelve Apostles... Near Shipley, Keithley, in the Shipley. Badger Stone. The Badger Stone? 
Yeah. Okay, I worked it's all kinds. I worked I worked for quite a bit in Shipley about twelve years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. The thing is you um it's you know, you've got to be looking for it, otherwise you'll never know it was there. No. And I bet a lot of them are on private land as well. Do well, yeah, you won't be able to see them, will you? Well, I think you, if you ask permission, you know, if it's on a farmer's field or something, or in the grounds of somewhere, I'm sure you can, you can, but you'd have to be uh, asking permission to go and look. Most of them won't. Oh yeah, be, definitely. Most of them won't be in public um, property, will they? Unless they're a famous mm. one that's been, you know, like Stonehenge or whatever. In fact, you can't even go right up to Stonehenge. I don't think anymore, can you? Oh, yeah. You not. can't, but it costs you a fortune. Oh, is that right? I thought yeah, they, yeah, it costs money. I thought they'd stop people going, you know, within a certain distance of it for, for preservation. That could be I'm wrong. just looking now. On your on your way home, um, there's a place called the Devil's Arrows, just off the A1 I know above it. York. Yeah, it's about three or four yes. um, standing, yeah. standing monoliths like fingers. Yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's a, a Druid's Temple nearby there as well. Druid in Temple? In Masham. A Druid Temple? Yeah. Right. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that looks cool, that Druid's Temple in Ripon. Ripon? Near Ripon. Right. I, I, is that not Derbyshire, Ripon? Uh it's, no, it's still Yorkshire. Is it? Right. Uh, where is it? What's the nearest thing? Uh, RAF Dishworth. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's in, in a big green bit on Google Maps. <coughs> I think the moral of the story is is that if you um, get on your smartphone and start looking for things, there's stuff all over the place. Mm, definitely. Um, and could be on your doorstep. Have you been to Roman Museum yet at Ribchester? No, no, no. That that is literally on the doorstep. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I, I don't I, know why. I only went this year for the first time since I guess I was a kid. Hmm. But you know, and there's some Neolithic history there as well. It just it just doesn't tell you the Roman story. Um, yeah. they, they go back into prehistory and, uh, you know, talk about it. Um, Very good. I'm hoping to get to Eden Camp while we're here. Have you heard of Eden Camp? Is that a Roman camp? No, it's World War Two. Oh, right. Eden Camp. We went with, me and Amish Matt and the other lads went with primary school. All right. To Eden Camp. I'm guessing you've never been. No, I don't think I have. Um, right, it's a... It's Molson. A, yeah, that's the one. It was a, it's a prisoner of war camp. It was built by Italian prisoners. And actually, I might have been, actually. Kind of rings a bell, mate. I might have just picked up a leaflet and gone, oh, yeah, this is good. You know I mean? <laughs> never did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've had the experience just by looking through the pamphlet, so... <laughs> I remember when I was a primary school kid, they had like a blitz. It's it's laid out like huts, 
So you go into one yeah. hut. What each hut has a different theme or whatever. And one hut was like the Blitz, and it's like you're walking into London, and they turn, you know, the lights are down, and they pipe the air raid sirens in, and they have the flashing lights, and it's like living through the Blitz. Obviously, it's not nothing like, but yeah, to try and give you an idea of what it would have been like. And they have a naffy. Yeah. You know, like a World War Two tuck shop, canteen, whatever. And, you know, all, all that shit. They have vehicles outside, military vehicles, tanks and what have you. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I have to convince the, uh, the missus that it's a good idea to go. It's a bit of a trek from home. I mean, yeah. I'll, we wouldn't. We probably wouldn't bother going from home because our youngest is probably a bit too young for that. But yeah. while we're here, while we're we in striking distance, I think it'd be a good place to go to. Yeah, I think we we'd have to go in there, camp somewhere. But that that'd be pretty good. You can go for a little uh, weekend away. Are you still thinking about getting a camper van? Yeah. Yeah, it's still on the cards. Obviously, we're, we're doing the house first. Mm. All right. Um, but once that's done, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're definitely going to do that. Is that the is the idea to... Um, because, like me, you tend to holiday more probably in the UK than going abroad. Is that fair? Um, no, not really. This is the first year we've done the UK. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, we have like weekends. That's what I mean. Season. But yeah, oh, oh, right. yeah. You mean for not for a main holiday? Yeah. So your main holiday, you normally go abroad, but you seem to go away in caravan parks quite a bit during the year. Yeah, well, the the in laws have a have a caravan, so we, oh, we go right. up there a bit. But um, yeah, yeah, we go camping. We've got we take the tent out. It's fucking beautiful up here, you know. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, on the East Coast, it's really nice, yeah. We went through Scarborough today, and I was expecting it to be a bit of a fucking shithole. And uh, it's not. It's really nice. No, it's, it's nice, <laughs> it's yeah. It's really nice. It's like fucking hell. There's racing racket. there this weekend, you know? Yeah. Road racing. I've seen, seen a lot of uh, bikers. I've seen signs up. Yeah, and I, I saw a guy on a trike. We passed a guy on a trike, actually, on this morning, which you don't oh, see yeah. very often. No. Nah. Uh, or the width of a car <laughs> not yeah. <in> a safety <laughs> <laughs> so the, the car, camper van's <clears throat> still on the cards then yeah definitely yeah it's definitely something we, we want to do like a little master bongo or something can't afford a, a, a transporter that, that's like the ultimate but at the end of the day it's still just a, a small van I mean, you could, you could do a bongo up really nice. It's just yeah. the the engine and the chassis and stuff like that gets a bit sketchy when you're buying a. What what is it about the, What is it about the transporters that make them so dear? Volkswagen, I don't know. VW badge on the front, I guess. I don't know. It's got that kind of heritage attached to it. All the old VW campers, the original ones. Yeah. They, they're phenomenally expensive now. Even if you're buying a shell, and then doing it up you, you can spend six figures on those mm. um a, bra- a brand new uh volkswagen t6 or whatever it is nowadays um all kitted out with a f- 
open open up roof and all that mm. job, I think is around sixty grand Hell's for a bad. new one. She's like, oh, that's, that's kind of you buy a house in Blackburn for that. Oh come on, Ben, do it, <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's only it's only six, so, uh, it's only sixty grand. I know. I'm looking at now. What have I done? <laughs> And a, a four thousand pound Mazda Bongo. Oh God! Your mic's gone quiet. Have you just altered your mic? No, I don't know. I might have lent on it. Oh, that's it. it's better. It's come back. Superman position. It's come back. There's some um, interesting Netflix news this week. Yeah. I don't know if you'd heard um, any Netflix news. Netflix. Someone sued them. No. Well, Something not that. No. Aaron Banks, I think. Um, they've they've put some expose about him being a bit dodgy, uh, and he's threatened to sue him. But that's that's probably slow level news. <laughs> this is low level. Yeah, this is high level. Netflix lost eleven point four percent of its share value this week. And is that because of Disney? Nope. Opening their thing up. Nope. Well, we don't know exactly. It's lost subscribers in the U- the number of s- subscribers in the US has gone down for the first time this year. Right. And the article I read was blaming it on them losing the rights to Friends and The Office. Mm. The Office definitely. The uh, the American Office is one of the most watched TV programs on the planet and it is very good. We, we watched it, um, well, we binge-watched it and then went back to it a few times because it, it, it's an excellent show. But um, people are just obsessed with it. Well, they spent £80 million getting back the rights to Friends. <sighs> Who's watching Friends? Not me. Anyone? Isn't it Who's on like, Channel 4 all the time, anyway? During well, the day. I'm guessing they do, they've done this for the US market because it's the US that's taken the hit in subscribers. I just don't. Is it people who are younger than us, millennials? Yep. Who were watching Friends and discovering it for the first time and thinking it's funny. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because I, I, I'm guessing I was maybe 11 or 12 when Friends first came on. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been roundabout. Yeah, as an 11 or 12-year-old, it was funny. But I wouldn't watch it now. No. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Who's yeah what? There's only so many times you can watch a man with a chicken on his head. Oh, <laughs> uh, <All> right. <laughs> Who's watching it? It's, I don't know. It's been surpassed by so many other great things. Like... The American Office, uh, Parks and Recreation, Rick! Rick and Morty, Series 4, coming soon. November, I think. Is it? Mm. November. Yeah, because Joe didn't, Joe, Joe knew. He had the date tattooed into it. He did, I don't know how brain. he had the date, but he had some kind of insider knowledge. Yeah, I've uh, I've not even missed it to be honest, but I'll watch it when it comes back on. I've not finished Stranger Things yet. Have you? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm about I enjoyed it. How many is there? Eight. Uh, I think I've eight. T- yeah, I think so. Yeah. I've two left. I think to watch. 
And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I got the feeling um, that you know Hopper and um, Winona Ryder. Yeah, it's it's turned into to a bit of like a Laurel and Hardy sort of thing. They're like the comic relief. Uh, yes, yeah, they are. I suppose. You know what I liked about the the first season. You know, Winona Ryder is in her house and she's got all them lights hanging up, and it was yeah, a, it was it, a, it was a bit creepy. It was creepy. It was it was terrifying in a in a little way. Yeah, know, when you now it's, there, there's horror there uh, yeah. rather than just it was very gory as well. But it was it's it's a horror. It's a horror show. What about Barbie? Which, and I hate horror stuff, but but this is um this is really good. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's gonna. I think almost a bit silly. But you know, maybe know. I've still, got, well, it's got two episodes left to redeem itself. So we'll see. I'm still enjoying uh, it. Yeah, you got Westworld to look forward to in 2020. I know you. I know you hate that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I walked. I walked into the caravan complex yesterday morning. With, after we checked yeah. in and within 30 seconds, some 10 year old boy just shouted stranger things, stranger things at me. Cause I had my Steve, the hair oh, right. t-shirt. Yeah. What's he called? Nice. What's his surname? Steve, the hair, uh, Steve. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's uh, gone. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. goes, why, why is a 10-year-old boy watching Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> Should have quizzed him. But they've, uh, Netflix have got in trouble for that, actually. You know, Stranger Things. Do you know why? Uh, no, why? On-screen Steve smoke. Steve Harrington. Harrington. Steve the Hair Harrington. That's him. On-screen, on-screen smoking. It's an 80s pastiche. Apparently the ratio of smoking scenes has, has gone up since the first season by a margin. And, uh, Is that a problem? Yeah. Uh, it, do people still think smoking looks cool? People have made it a problem for Netflix. They're having to alter things and, you know, say we're going to, we'll do better on the next season and stuff. People are dicks. Do you not really listen to people? It, I, I clocked it though. So before I'd read this story, I only read this story today. And when I was watching the program, I thought, "Yeah, Hop is smoking in nearly every scene." And um, uh, he's addicted to cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but Winona Ryder was as well in quite a few scenes. I mean, I don't care because I'm a smoker anyway. But obviously, people who hate smokers don't like it because they think- as a non-smoker, I don't care. Well, either the thing is, smoking is cool, and they don't want it glamorized like that. <laughs> I've always thought that smoking does make it look cool. It's the coolest thing that a person can do, and the deadliest. <laughs> no, is it the deadliest thing a person can do? Probably the deadliest thing is probably trying to alter a trellis at a height of fourteen feet. Yeah, that's that's definitely you don't want definitely to, up there. Don't want to dislodge your granite capstone, and then uh, 
Not yourself. I'll make a mess of your feet, that. Yes. Knock you off your steps, won't it? Yeah, it would. Oh, I haven't <sighs> thought about that. I've got some. See, I didn't do a yeah, 60 second risk assessment before starting the job. <laughs> <laughs> do you do risk assessments at work? I just went at it. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. How <laughs> do the they time. go? Uh, Will <laughs> Will sharpening this pencil <laughs> cause me an injury? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I mean, it's it's common sense, most of it, isn't it? I don't know. I, Risk assessments of. For, for pussies. <laughs> Risk assessments are for pussies. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I'm I'm way out of that. I remember them coming in as I was leaving Big Well, actually, no. I remember I worked on St. James's Hospital in Leeds, a new oncology ward. Is that Jimmy's? Savile. There used to be a, used, no. <laughs> there, used, there used to be a TV show. Uh, called Jimmy's that I used to watch as a kid. And I'm pretty sure that was a hospital in Leeds. St. James. And I always remember there was a a, a kid who'd lost his hand and he sewed it back on. And I was I was amazed by it. This kid was about my age at the time. So that maybe 10 or 11. It was on about 7 o'clock in the evening. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy's. And they sewed it back on and he said... Uh, He'd lost his hand by putting it in a washing machine. <laughs> but still to this day, can't figure out how he managed to to sever his, his hand using a washing machine. No, because it won't turn on with the door open, will it? No, unless it was like, like an old school top loader type thing. He just mashed his arm where are they now? Just probably rolling about in money. <laughs> Scrooge McDucking. Um, I think the bass player was going out with Gail Porter at one point. All right. When she had her, her buttocks um, projected onto the Houses of Parliament. Uh, that was, was that Loaded or Front Magazine? Loaded. 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 Do you remember Lad Max? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I purchased done, some it? recently. For wallpaper. Vintage. Because they used to do the 100 sexiest, didn't they? Yeah, FHMs, like High Street Honeys and stuff. Yeah. I can't imagine why anyone doing that today in this day and age. Why? Which is weird. I don't, well, because you re, you know, of reasons. Of online porn? Well, well, yeah, there's that. It wasn't as ubiquitous as, uh, as it is now. But I think uh, society has, has changed. Societal norms are such that I don't think you could get away with having a, a high street honeys pull out in a, a magazine. I, I might <coughs> be wrong. But well, wasn't they've there... all died a death, haven't they? I think FHM's still going, and, and you've got no. all your lifestyle magazines no, I, like uh, the last copy GQ and that. The last um, edition of FHM came out about two or three years ago, and it was Holly Willoughby. Right. Who was signing off saying this is the last FHM. It's done. It's all about like they you go to the barbers or whatever and flick through the magazines out there and you've got a usual car car sort of stuff. Maybe the maybe the odd like science mag focus or, or stuff 
PC tech World. Magazine. <laughs> PC World, yeah. Computer Shopper. Um, <laughs> the, uh, they'll have a GQ or something, and it's, it's mostly male grooming mm. products, styles, uh, and fashion. Watches I can't afford, uh, suits I wouldn't look good in, uh, and a lot of people who don't have beards of this length. So it's not really for for me at all. But there's there's no kind of. It's almost like sex has gone back to to being a taboo in that in that way in a magazine. There were, last time I looked through, there was, there was nothing. There was no like a a luring woman trying to sell me a, a hat or a watch. In, in a, an advert, it, it was all purely, uh, this is what men look like. This is what you should do to look like this. This is what you should wear. Right. This is what you should spend your money on. And then the, the other option is, yeah, like Men's Health, I guess, is one of the biggest selling magazines now. And it's all just working out and getting Kit. buff and stuff. And I quite like my dad bod. <laughs> well, there was a... I don't, yeah, I don't want to spend money on, like, vats of protein powder and stuff like that i understand fine people who do that is that's fine but what i'm saying is it's not catering for everyone really there was a, a zenith i would say about maybe 10 years ago where you had the monthly magazine so you had fhm loaded esquire yeah bizarre front <laughs> and then you also front. had the weekly magazines zoo nuts zoo Nuts, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think there was a campaign to move all their magazines to the top shelf. If I'm, if I'm remembering rightly, right? So wasn't wasn't that the case? I know there was and there was a campaign, especially nuts. There was people uh, weren't keen on nuts. Probably allergic. <laughs> there was, yeah, I remember a campaign definitely. I didn't think they were going to put them on the top shelf with, you know, with a an opaque sleeve cover. I think that's what happened, no. you know. Did it? Oh my god! I think so. It's like Hamid's tail. <laughs> well, it's censorship, isn't it? But uh, you know, it's. Um, I think as long as they're not showing nudity, I don't see why they should be on the top shelf. Yeah. The argument at the time was, well, you can pick up a sun from the bottom shelf and open to page three, or the star or whatever, and see yeah. naked boobs. So why should the lads' mags move to the top shelf? Yeah, it's definitely a thing, this. I'm not I'm not making it up. It's no, jogging it's... something in my head. But they've all well, gone. Why, hmm? why focus on that? I mean, I mean the fact that every, everyone is walking around with, a, with, you know, boobs in their pocket now. Yeah, but this is—you're never more than than five seconds away from from a th- pair of naked boobs. The thing is, this is around the time that the first iPhone came out, so that wasn't the case back then. There was no four G, if... no mobile devices to the extent there are now. Well, I think they would that it would have killed him off anyway. Um, I wonder yeah. why it why it went so. Do you, do you think the people who ah. were against the magazines just were really good at planning and chose the correct time to the thing to target them and and just kind of got rid of them 
because it was really quick. It happened in maybe a, a the period of four years, two or three years, maybe. Yeah, three, three or four years, I would say. They've probably been in, on yeah. the decline since then, since ten years ago, and then it, it sort of died. I think the last FHM, I think, was twenty sixteen. I think, but I might be wrong. Uh, the thing is, is that the the lads mags had access or were able to get the big name actresses and you know uh, Britney Spears and who have you. Yeah, you're not going to find that on Pornhub or so you know somewhere else online. If you're a huge no. uh, Britney Spears fan or Christina Aguilera fan or whatever, then if she's on the cover of FHM or Lauded or whatever, you're going to buy it. I've got a, when I was in the States the first time, so this will be 2010, I've got a copy of uh, Rolling Stone magazine with Katy Perry in. I think this was just before she started going out with um, a hairy comedian. Russell Brand. Russell Brand, yeah. Um, and she's she's in there uh, in a centerfold piece. Which was quite good. A centerfold but piece. That, well, you know, like like she was. There was a series of photos across a few pages of her in you know all kinds of sexy positions and, and wearing not a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. And I thought, well, that's that's kind of <laughs> that's my <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's uh, that's the last um, kind of the latest thing I saw that it was was lads baggy. I can smell her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean that was what 2010. So that must have been in the the down at the start of the uh, the, the downfall. Downfall, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sort of. I mean, um, because when FHM started, it wasn't a lads mag in the where when you say lads mag that you think of. It was more of about fashion and football and products and stuff like that, wasn't it? And popular culture. Yeah. Like if you look at the Which is what the modern ones are now. So it, I, I like suppose GQ. it could have gone back to Yeah, it's, it's but had, even even um even Playboy had its had its articles, didn't it? Cuz a, a lot of a lot of Playboy was was kind of you know highbrow <laughs> articles and then and then, you know, boobs. A lot of um really famous well-respected journalists have started at Playboy. Yeah. And, and similar things. Because it, it, yeah, it was not. Well, I'm not going to say it's known for its journalism, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it had it had a reputation for having some really good journalism in it at times. I just bought it for the articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't think I'm making that up. No, that's but probably why it survived. The Ladmag thing has just been sort of a schism, isn't it? Like a 15 year schism. It filled a gap. Mm. There was obviously a demand there, and it's made careers. Uh, someone like take um, Gemma Atkinson for example. Oh yeah, from Hollyoaks. Was she? Yeah. yeah, she started in Hollyoaks, didn't she? She did, yeah. But she went. She probably just went from one magazine shoot to the other, didn't she? Nuts Zoo, FHM, Lauded, getting paid. She's not the best actress in the world. Let's be honest, is she? Uh, no. I don't know. It's Sorry, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just on the Playboy website. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, 
1953, I think, was when it first... Uh, first Playboy? Yeah. He died a couple December of years ago, didn't he? Yeah. He did, yeah. I think his, his sons took over. Right. I didn't I even so. know he had kids. Yeah, he must have. He must have loads, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's how it that's how it happens. <laughs> Brief ending of full frontal nudity, so that they stopped um, doing the centerfolds between 2016 and 2018. Really? Playboy, however, announced in February 2017. However, uh, however, they put however twice. Wikipedia that the dropping of nudity had been a mistake, and furthermore, for its March-April issue, re-established some of its franchises, including Playboy philosophy and party jokes, but dropped the subtitle, Entertainment for Men, in mm-hmm. so much as, in as much as gender roles have evolved. Weird. Strange. Bi-monthly now as well. Bi-monthly? Oh, no. No, worse than that. It's dead, Jim. No, it's not. Uh, September 2018, the magazine announced that it would move to publishing quarterly beginning in 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's no money in it for them, is there? Nah. Well, I think, can we can we pause here while I go for a wee, innit? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, okay, he's We're back in a, a flash. Two, two shakes. Sorry. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, it's a That made you queasy. Yeah. I phased in and out. Sorry about that, eavesdroppers. We just had a little, co- I had to have a comfort break. A small comfort break. You've been looking at 19- 1950s pinups. I have. Um, just, you know, something to do. Uh, <laughs> do you know who the first um, Playboy centerfold was? Mm, Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, well, well guessed. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she was uh, December nineteen fifty-three. Don't know. If she was. Was that her first? Did that? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Basically, <laughs> she have an acting career and then did that, or oh. did that and then an acting career? Or was it like Pamela Anderson? She was in Playboy first and then got an acting career. I think she might have been in Playboy first. Some like your heart was nineteen fifty-nine. I've not seen it. I've not. I'd like to watch it. Is it better than Barbed Wire? Barbarella. Barbed Wire. Barbed Wire. What's Barbed Wire? Do you remember, Bar- Bar- Do you remember, oh. remember Barbed Wire? Is that got Pamela Anderson in it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I seem to remember seeing the poster. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. From like 1993. She got big in... She, um, I think she started in Playboy and then she got the Baywatch job. And then after, you know, three or four years in Baywatch, or two or three years, um, she got film options then. And she got to star in her own film called Bob Wire. Bob oh, Wire. Yeah. You've not seen it? No, I've not seen it. Is it a bit like a aggressive spy movie? One mat. <laughs> One mat. For the, for the tits, that's it. I suggest 
that you Google uh, Betty Brasma. Who's that? She's from the fifties. Right. She's still a good one. I mean, maybe not now. She's she's <laughs> probably not still around. Um, oh, she's got dead. an unlikely waist. She's dead, Jim. I think so. But not as we know it. Jane Mansfield as well. She was also in Playboy. Well, she was the uh, poster in Shawshank Redemption, wasn't she? Jane Mansfield. Was she? Yeah, wasn't it a Jane Mansfield poster that they were digging the hole out of? Ah, uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, save this. What, ab- what about I'll, Earth? I'll what about Eartha Kit? Eartha Kit? I think I... Uh, isn't she on with Jules Holland a couple of years ago? <laughs> <laughs> it's rhyming slang, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm going for an earther. <laughs> yeah, I think she's she's still around, maybe. I think she's dead. But come on, whatever. I'll take you away for yeah, it. Yeah, she's dead. She's dead. She died <laughs> Christmas Day 2008. Oh, man, that's fucking <laughs> a decade ago. Hello? Shit. Shit. She's, <laughs> oh, kid. she, uh... She sang Santa Baby. Yeah, yeah, Carly covered it. Uh. I've got some Marvel news this week. Oh, yeah. Hot off the press. Hot. You know, um, (laughs) (laughs) there's a new Thor film in the makings, Thor Love and Thunder. Right. Right. And there is going to be a female Thor. A female Thor? Yep. Play. That's, that's uh, played by. Who's going to play theme, female Thor? Uh, Gwendolyn Christie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Give you a clue. She's been in all the other Thor films other than Ragnarok. Uh, other than Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Not that Valkyrie one. No, but I do like, I'll, I'll, I, I do really like the Valkyrie. And she is yeah. in the, she's in the new film. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. <sighs> yeah, I have, a, I have a thing for Tessa Thompson. But uh, no, she's Valkyrie. So who's going to be the female Thor? Who's going to be the female Thor? <laughs> Peter Mayhew? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, rest in peace. Natalie Portman. Really? Yeah. Queen Armadala. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you reckon that'll work? She's been in, in all the other Thor films. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. She? Yeah. She's the love right. interest. Jane. Jane. Oh, yes. Jane Dawson or whatever she's called. Ah, yes. And she wasn't in Ragnarok. No, she's just a, a, a Commodore Garden human, though. Yeah, but she's going to be a Thor. 
He's going to become Asgardian. Thorizer. <laughs> I think Thor already has Thorized him, but <laughs> she's going to become Asgardian. Did he leave her? Uh, did he leave her a bit Thor? <laughs> <laughs> God. So, so. You just debase everything, don't you? I know. <laughs> I've just debased our Facebook page by uh, posting some. I don't think it'll be it'll be um, removed. It's very tasteful. 1950s uh, Betty Brosnan okay. images. Uh, they've got the di- they've got the director from Ragnarok back. Right. Take oh, it's Taiki Taika Watiti. Watiti Humba. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> okay. Put that cookie okay. down now. <laughs> Taika Watiti. Yeah, the the guy from Rag- I thought Ragnarok was brilliant. One of the best Marvel films. It was. Films. It was fantastic. It's hilarious. Yeah, and they've got him back to do the next Thor film, Love and Thunder, and Jane is somehow going to get Thorized. She's going to become a, a female Thor. I'm looking. Now, for- who's going to do that? Because uh, I mean, is is everyone in Asgard dead still? <laughs> yeah, I, ca- I can't. Heimdall. I can't get my head around. Uh, Heimdall's dead. End games. I can't believe they killed Heim- Heimdall. <laughs> Heimdall. Luther. Yeah, he was my f- one of my favorite characters. He was good. The he st- had a good um, a good job. Yes. Good backstory. Stoic. Yeah. I am the watcher on the wall. Now my watch has ended. <laughs> yeah, his watch had ended. He got killed by yeah. Thanos. I was good so about wait, that. Though, they went back in time. Oh, my God. I cannot. I, I, I'm going to have to watch the the last two Avengers films again, I think. So Why? I can't get my head on. I don't know who's alive and who's dead. Uh, Black Widow's dead. She's getting a film next year. I know, but they've killed her. So what's the point? I don't understand uh, that. Well, it'll be one of them prequel jobs, won't oh. it? Oh, I don't want to accept that Black Widow's dead. Not happy. Nah. Nunchuck lemon. What? <laughs> 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 I want to see a chicken <laughs> nunchuck lemons about. Uh, they'll, they'll bring a Bible to something. It just feels a bit lazy when they do a prequel. Mm. I want to see the story arc continue, you know, to the next next phase. What's because the thing is, Endgame finished this phase, didn't it, of Marvel? Yeah. So I want to see where the next phase is going to go. Well, I think I think actually that Spider Man, that recent Spider Man film's the last one. <laughs> Fucking Mysterio. Yeah. It was all an illusion. <laughs> David Copperfield. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Facebook Marvel film lineup, right? Okay, let's let's have a look. So, Black Widow, you still there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Black Widow, May the first, twenty twenty. I was just quiet for ten seconds. Radio silence. First uh, time ever. The Falcon and and the Winter Soldier. Oh God! Really, oh, a film. Fantastic. That must be a yeah. TV series. Uh, it says Marvel Studios. 
Phase four, Phil. Oh my god, that's dragging it out a bit. No, I tell you what, it's got a Disney a Disney Plus underneath it, so it must be it must be on their their streaming thing. And then the Eternals is coming out on November the sixth. That's a film. Uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, February twelfth, twenty twenty one. No idea who that is. <laughs> Uh, WandaVision WandaVision that's Wanda. a TV show is that Scarlet Witch Wanda oh is it yeah yeah it's red Wanda Rasimov yeah oh yeah that would be good actually TV show though <sighs> um, <sighs> May the 7th 2021 Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness oh god TV show uh, nope that's the film alright uh, there's a Loki TV show Spring 2021. Wow. There's a, a Marvel Studios What If, just called What If TV show, summer 2021. Uh, Hawkeye TV show, oh. fall 2021. And then November the 5th, 2021, is Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. 18 months. It's 18 months off. I think there's Blade. There's a Blade film coming out as well, I think. Blade. Uh, yeah, because people don't. People sleep on the fact that Blade is a Marvel franchise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really like those Blade movies as well. Well, um, all of them. The first one was really good with Stephen Dorff. Dorff. And The Whistler, uh, Chris, Chris Christopherson. <laughs> uh, the second one was... The second one had the guy out of Bross in it. The drummer from Bross. Ross Bross. No, oh, Bross, the boy band from the yeah, 80s. Yeah, the drummer. The drummer, yeah. Ross from Bross. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, fuck, I'm just knocking my mic over. And the third one, Blade Trinity, had Ryan Reynolds in it. Did it? Yeah. With maybe the sword. Like That's how he became Deadpool, isn't it? Oh, really? God, I, I'm so I'm rubbish. Not, I, I didn't think I was a Marvel fanboy, but obviously no miles <laughs> more than you do. Oh yeah, well yeah. Come on, <laughs> I've just thought there's there's others, right? There's definitely going to be a Black Panther sequel, and there's definitely going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yes, there'll definitely be another Ant Man. Really, and a Captain Marvel Two. I think so. They'll definitely be Captain Marvel. I don't know about Ant Man because they've done Ant Man and the Wasp. Avengers. Like what happens with the Avengers? You're dealing with aging fucking actors now, aren't you? Paul Rudd is like, what will he be? Forty five. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, I, your man Iron Man, (laughs) is uh, (laughs) has stopped, hasn't he? Because he's probably what eighty. Any old Iron. <laughs> what about Downey Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking old. He's in his 50s. Yeah. And it was, sh- yeah, it, a- it was showing. Yeah. To be- he's been ravaged. <laughs> to be fair, he's, but- been, he's been doing him for like 15 years. I mean, he was old when he started. He was probably... How old would um, Robert Downey Jr. be in the first Iron Man film, do you think? 30, I don't know, his kind of acting career started late, didn't it? I think. Well, it started young, and then he got in trouble. <laughs> and then he <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. And then he, he, 
the Iron Man thing rebirthed him, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I, I would. I would imagine he was in his late thirties when the first Iron Man film was made. I might be talking smack, but the thing is, it's been going on like fifteen years, hasn't it? He's an old guy. I I don't understand why um, the guy who does Captain America, what's it called? Um, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Not I don't... Hemsworth, the other one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pratt. No, not Pratt, not Hemsworth, the other guy. Uh, I don't understand. Is he Chris? Yeah, he's called Chris, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why. To me, I thought he had a good couple of films left in him. I don't think yeah. he, he didn't need to stop, did he? No, he didn't. No. Maybe he wanted to. So so he can do what? <laughs> Get paid a hundred grand for doing some B movie, some independent that no one is gonna see. I mean you seen the biggest yeah. film franchise on the planet. Why would you stop? I don't understand. I, don't know. I mean That's it's this is um like our, our kids, you've got a, a six-year-old. Yep. I've got a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. Um, Our kids, this Marvel series is the equivalent to our Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely. It's game-changing. It's uh, the effect that it has on the culture is megalithic. Yes. Monumental. Holy. Isn't it? I mean, you just want to be a part of it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Until you were told to stop. That's what I'd be like. I would say, I'm going to keep, I'm going to be Iron Man until you fucking tell me to stop. Because I'm too old. What do you not think? Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at how many films he's been. He's been in a lot of, a lot of Marvel films. Yeah, but a lot of them aren't Iron Man films. They're they're bit. No, they're not. No. He probably does it in a couple of weeks, you know. Like, well, Civil War, he was in quite a lot, wasn't he? Yeah, Captain America: Civil War, and he's been in three Iron Man films, and he's been in the Avenger films heavily. Yeah. So what we're talking six films? So I wonder why then. Why did he do it? I'm sure. I'm sure we can find out. But I, I think he's too old, though. That's why. Captain America. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I am. Robert Downey. Yeah, I think Robert Downey was, was probably realised that. Yeah, he's he's getting on a bit. I don't know. Is it Robert Downey who's decided that, or is it the studio who's who's sort of pushed him? I don't know. Uh, maybe a bit of both. He'll probably have because he signed up for like X number of films, don't he? So it may have he may have come to a natural kind of break in the clause. Well, him and and, decided, and and Chris, Captain America, they were at the end Chris of their Evans. contract. Chris Evans, that's the guy, yeah. yeah. TFI Friday. Well, maybe they, that's why he stopped doing it, because he's going to do Virgin Radio Show. Big Breakfast. Big Breakfast is coming back. <laughs> yes. Did you used to watch The Big Breakfast, Ben? I did. I used to love it. It was good. Who, was, Before, who, uh, who are the first presenters that you remember? Uh, oh, um, Paula thingy. Paula Yates was. Paula Yates was there. Yeah. And hang on, there was people before. 
God, not not Johnny What's It and uh, Denise Van Out. Johnny Vaughan and Denise Van Out, and that is one epoch of the Big Breakfast. Yeah, before then, I remember before then. I'm trying to think who it was. Danny Bear used to do it occasionally as well. She did the word with Terry Christian. Oh man, I don't think I watched that. You're getting your Danny Bears mixed up with your Gabby Roslins. Ah, yes. Yes. Gabby Roslin, Chris Evans. That's the one. I think they started it. I think it was Gabby Roslin and Chris Evans at the start. And then Johnny... Zig and Zag. <laughs> Zig and Zag, yeah. They had a Christmas number one, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Evans, Gabby Roslin, 92 to 96. Paul Ross. Oh, God. Brother of uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. Mark John- Little. I remember Johnny Vaughan. Johnny Vaughan, yeah. Uh, Kelly Brook. Uh, Kelly Brook, yeah. I remember. Lisa Tarbuck. Lisa, St- oh, that's later. That's later. Yeah, later on, yeah. Keith remember- Chegwin was in it for a bit. <laughs> he, he was the roving <laughs> reporter. He was, yeah. He said, knock on your so door. Cool. In the middle of winter, it was still dark at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Half past eight, and Keith Chegwin's knocking on your door at the do- in the dark. He's dead now, isn't he, Keith? Uh, Cheggers? He is dead, yeah. Bloody Cheggers. hell, what happened to him? Cheggers went pop. No, he went that's pop. not how he died. <laughs> what, what really happened to him? <laughs> I think he probably had cancer. That's usually... Uh, Really? Yes. Uh, he died after a long illness from the lung disease, idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. That's nice. That sounds horrible. The last thing he was in was called Kill Keith, 2011 filmography. God. He was also in Shaun of the Dead. The voice credit. So, yeah, uh, presenters, Lisa Rogers was the last one. Lisa Rogers, yeah, because she, she used to be on um, Scrap Heap Challenge. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm Richard him. Bacon, was that before his, uh, uh, I know he was fired in 98. No. Yeah, it was after he was fired from Blue Peter. Ah, uh, well, he, he took cocaine, he admitted to taking cocaine at the wrong time. But really. they took it down! Sorry. Now! Sorry, I've been fucking <laughs> around with the soundboard for the last two minutes because it, it had gone. I've lost it, but never mind. So you said, put that cocaine down. <laughs> <laughs> Standings. Danny Bear. Danny Bear, 94 to 95. She had a stint. She did. Danny right. Baker as well. Baker and Bear. Danny Baker. Danny Baker, yeah. He must have been dying on but, his horse by this time. No, that was 1993 and 94, and he stood in while Evans was working on the first series of Don't Forget Your Toothbrush. <sighs> oh Paulie Yates did the on-the-bed interviews. Yes, I remember them. Well, she, yeah. did, she did a famous on-the-bed interview with um, Hutchins, Michael Hutchins. From in a, in really? A, yeah, from in, a, in, <laughs> in excess. Yeah. yeah. And that's where they copped off, isn't it? They became, oh, right. They got, was it there? They got uh, married after it... that. Oh, right. 
Because uh, then he hung himself. Robert Frederick Zenin Geldof also was an interviewer in 1982. An interviewer. An interviewer. Yeah. <sighs> and uh, she was married to him between 76 and 96. Paulie Yates was. Yeah. So this this obviously was the, the end of their marriage and it all played out in front of us. There's a lot of morning television. <laughs> there's a lot of horrible shit goes on in, in the media. Oh, yeah. Way of life. You know, these people who make a living out of media, whether it be TV media or movies or social media or whatever. They're not living in the the real world. No, no, it's it's strange. It's like a bubble. Yeah, it's about perceptions rather than reality. So, so I, I'm not sure I'd want to. I'd want to be doing it. Fuck that! Why would you? Working in the media, it's all lies. I don't think it pays that much as well. I don't think it, you get paid a, a lot to be a, a kind of Commodore Garden celebrity at presenting or stuff. I think they it's kind a, of normal, normal have, wage. There, there's some sort of social cachet or social score that goes with it, isn't there? If you're instant, you do adverts and stuff. But if you're if you're like uh, doing homes under the hammer or whatever, you're not going to be raking in. Maybe you are. Maybe. <laughs> Martin thingy is raking in there. Uh, Dion Dublin. Six figures. Dion Dublin, yeah. Property magnates. Only while people watch it. Yeah. I'd, I'd encourage everyone to never watch any daytime TV. And no. If, pretty awful. If possible, not watch any TV at all. Well, yeah. What you mean, including streaming or the thing is, if if you're if you say you subscribe to Netflix like you and I do, and we want to watch Stranger Things, well, we're making a decision to watch that. Yeah, and if it doesn't meet our bar of expectations, we'll stop watching it. Yeah. So I stop watching. Um, What's the one with Tessa Thompson and Anthony Hopkins? Westworld. <laughs> Tessa Thompson. <laughs> Tessa Thompson. It's uh, Sandy Newton. <laughs> no, Tessa Thompson's in it as well. Valkyrie. Is she in it as well? Oh, yeah. she, is she? Oh, yeah, yeah, she is. She's the Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. I've, I've just realised who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I am obsessed with it, so I'm not going to get it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> So I stopped watching Westworld because it just wasn't, uh, it just wasn't hitting it for me. Yeah. And the same well, goes. Like you say, it's a conscious choice. Yeah. The problem is, is right. Often, I'm gonna have to talk in hushed voices here. My other half will come home from work and just turn the TV on automatically. Yeah, and not actually watch it. No, no one's watching anything. It's just background. It's just the telescreen. It's the telescreen. Yeah, I think 
it'd be much healthier to be in a position where we put the TV on to watch something. Yeah, or gather around, put something on, heartbeat or whatever. Yeah, so so if you were kids, right, well, the new Lion King film, the live-action Lion King film has come on Netflix, so we're all going to sit down and going to watch the Lion King. Yeah, that's nice. The I think is, Christmas is nice like that as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Our seven-year-old asked for it two weeks ago. <laughs> Can you put um, Christmas Vacation on? Uh, it's July. Yeah, but I want to watch it. So that's a lot. That's a lot it onto the dodgy book. It's that time. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. Christmas time is here. But dum, but dum. Everybody <laughs> knows there's not a better time of year. But dum, but dum. You know, Ace. Chevy Chase is his finest. The thing That's is, good. I remember my dad introducing me to that film. I've only seen it maybe twice. I bet you've seen it a hundred times. Uh, yeah. Your most watched film, do you think? Mm, probably not. Most watched film. That's an in, that's a that's a difficult question. I'm trying to think what my most watched film would be. Probably something when I I liked when I was a teenager. I had loads of time to watch films. Shit. Most watched film. Oh, I'm gonna say Aliens. Aliens, nice. Mine's, uh, it's, I think it's equal between uh, Empire Strikes Back and... Um, I forgot about Star Wars. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back and... With Nail and I. Right. I've only seen With Nail and I once. You probably, I probably forced you to watch it, didn't I? You came down to... Uh... You've gone quiet now. What are you doing in your microphone? It's caught in his beard. Oh, <laughs> he's like a man. <laughs> and he has his microphone <laughs> wrapped up in his beard and it's gone fucked. You went really quiet yeah, then. Sorry. Oh. sorry, mate. <laughs> That's better. That's better. That's better. Yay. Uh, guess how many, just before we move on from the big breakfast, I know we already have, but... Uh, Two things. One, how many episodes were there? Of the Big Breakfast? Yeah. Right. And I two. know the answer. All right. Two, I always, always wanted to be the family of the week. Oh. Did, did you not get that? Did you want to, did you want to do that as, no. a, as a kid? I'd be I think hum- purely to uh, humiliated. I think you got time off school. <laughs> How many episodes? So it was on five days a week, 52 weeks a year. So call it 260 a year, 2,600. I'm going to say 2,600 episodes. You're not far off. Uh, 2,482 Oh, well, hey, I'm, I'm going to claim a moral victory for that. Yeah, you can. I worked it out in Two 10, hours, 10 five seconds. minutes long each episode. Two hours. So, what time did it start? Because it used to start early. No, that can't be right. It's like seven till nine, wasn't it? I thought it started at six. It starts at seven. 
Seven till nine, yeah. Yeah. We used to go, as it was finishing, we used to go to school. Because Amish yeah. Matt's house was five yards from the school gate. Ah, yeah. So you probably saw most of it, if not all of it. All of it. Used to go to Amish, used to go to Amish Matt's house, have a shit, um, copy each other's homework, <laughs> and then watch the big <laughs> breakfast till five to nine, and then saunter into school. Nice. And then saunter out because, you know, I wasn't into school. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to go then. Yes. I'm yes. Thanks well. for listening, eavesdroppers. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you next, see you next time. We'll try and fix this uh, live streaming thing for, uh, for when oh, we're back together. Have we got any music queued up yet? I've not got the outro music queued up yet. It's going to be in it. Car wreck. A car crash? Train wreck. Holiday ports. Train wreck. Oh my god, it's so loud. (laughs) 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 Uh, See you next week, (laughs) Keith (laughs) Shoppers.